0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Rebels with a Cure. I'm Sarah. And I'm Robin. And we are the Kefirian Society. Kefir helped us heal ourselves, and now we're here to help you do the same. Tonight's episode is Love, Hate, and Kefir. It's going to be a big one, and it's going to be a deep one. We are talking about Kefir and the healing that it allows to take place beyond the body.
1: And how Kefir helps you, like when you heal your gut you heal your brain your emotions can be attached to the inflammation in your body not just in your belly but in your brain it's it's attached your gut brain connection if you heal your gut you also heal your brain what we're talking about tonight is is maybe some things that maybe happened from back when you were a child that maybe there's you know things that that you have swallowed and and pushed down and don't think about no more and you know we don't want to think about these things you know especially childhood traumas and we come around some folks and maybe something might trigger us and a bunch of stuff come flooding back from our childhood this shows us that we're not healed this shows that any trigger that triggers you shows you a place that you are hurt and damaged and you need to go back and heal and we're going to be talking a little bit about what this hurt can do to your life if you don't find a way to, to rid yourself of this hurt and anger and maybe fear and resentment that you kind of swallowed. When you're sick and you're in pain, you don't know if you're in pain so bad that it's making you depressed or if your depression is making you hurt so bad. You're just in a world of shit, you know. You're just in a world of trouble and you're confused Everything you have hurts, you don't know how to get away from it, you have no coping skills, you have to maybe go to work and deal with kids, and you got a headache every day, and your knees are swelled up, and you got water hanging off your elbows, everything that you own hurts like hell, and you take 12 pills a day, and you still hurt like hell. And then you get a f***ing autoimmune disorder after two years of laying in the bed hurting day and night. What the hell? Kefir is is more than just something to heal your belly. It's a a spiritual thing. I mean, this thing came from kings and priests in Tibet, and it it was given to men by angels. There's definitely a more spiritual aspect to kefir than just being a drink, a probiotic.
0: And once you start drinking it long enough, you start to see why. Not only are you watching every belly problem you've told was incurable go away, Every joint problem you had go away, but eventually you start to feel the healing in your soul.
1: Do you think it's normal life to hurt all the time? Do you think it's normal life to to go around with your belly problems, just hurting all the time and just taking Tums and Rolades? and then one day you wake up and your joints start hurting, and, and, you know, just because you're in your 40s maybe, you know, you're starting to get arthritis, and... You know, and oh, pretty soon, you know, you'll be postmenopausal. And I'll all postmenopausal women, of course, get osteoporosis and osteoarthritis and have all that pain. Well, that's normal life, right? Isn't that right?
0: Unfortunately, it's right for so, so, so many people I know because they don't know it can be any different. And if this sounds familiar, if this is your life or the life of someone you love, this is the way that we lived for a long,
1: long, long time before we found milk kefir. In my 30s, I was taking a dozen pills a day, and every joint in my body was, was swollen. In my, in my 40s, by the time I was 49, um, I, had, I had autoimmune. After a two-year illness, I had autoimmune. So this is what a life of inflammation and a bunch of pills for it if they tell you you have chronic inflammation and you're on a big old bunch of pills for it, the end of that is autoimmune. Kind of, that's the direction that's where that's going. That's that's where chronic inflammation will take you down the road to autoimmune. Uh, chronic inflammation plus all of the chemicals in pills equals your body not recognizing its own anything and attacking itself and trying to kill itself. That's where your body gets to by the time it gets autoimmune. There's nothing there anymore that's recognizable. It's all inflamed. It's all something awful. And your body says, what is this creature? And tries to kill it.
0: And when you get to that point mentally, it takes such a toll on you. You're having to fight this literal battle every day that other people around you
1: may or may not it's see like may or may not understand it's living in a literal just fire just walking around on when everything fire everything is the inflamed time. and yeah. burning and hurting and it hurts every and it takes all of your energy just to just to move and to think yeah you know we know the, the way out the we only ways
0: it. that you find that help are not you know permanent solutions but you know they're temporary but what else can you do what else is there? You haven't been told that there's anything else. No one
1: has brought anything that can actually heal this to the table. And the pro the process usually goes IBS, IBS after IBS for a while, there's usually um um allergies. Mm mm-hmm. and, and the skin starts breaking out. And then after that I think come um, the joints. Then comes the joints. Mhm. And then um if you're Like I was, if your immune system's so beat down, you know, here I was a nurse, and I caught these three diseases easily on the job by getting a patient's blood in my eye, and I got E. coli and had to get a bunch of antibiotics and that weakened my immune system down, and I ended up with mono and Epstein-Barr and chronic fatigue syndrome for two whole years. And at the end of them two whole years, here was autoimmune waiting, and they told me I needed to go on a biologic. Which, by the way... It is chemotherapy. All biologics are chemo. Mild chemo, but they are chemo. Our mammal had, had RA. We watched her just get worse and worse and worse over the years. Um, she got to where she couldn't eat any food. Her belly would swell up so bad. She um, became one by one allergic to all of her favorite foods. Yeah, nuts. Like the weirdest Pecans. things. Uh, oatmeal and nuts. Oat I remember the grains, day we found her yeah. with her lips swelled so big and her tongue you know, and she just suddenly got allergic to everything. And she was on she was on uh, a biologic for she was on Remicade or Humira one, was it Humira she was on when she got, I remember that name. I think it was Humira. She got allergic to everything and couldn't eat nothing anymore. And we were going that route too. We started getting allergic to everything we had the the stomach trouble and all the joint trouble and all that stuff and it was happening to us too and right whenever at my worst when they said okay your stuff is turned into autoimmune you need to go on um was it Remi-Kate or humira which one did they tried to give me first
0: i sure remember the name humira
1: i think it was i think it was the same thing it was humira and um and that's whenever we just said no <laughs> I remember Mamaw had that in the drawer, and you were like, stay out of there. Yeah. Don't touch that. You know, yeah, Don't touch, don't that, touch stuff. that stuff. Yeah, because I couldn't, I couldn't touch it. I was giving it to her up until I got pregnant with Shane. And they said, don't even touch that. Don't get none of it on your hands. I'm like, well, why? It'll kill your unborn baby. And that's when I realized this stuff was chemo. I looked it up. It's a mild form of chemo. When you are to
0: that point, you are there because you're ready to stop hurting. You can't function when your body is in that much pain and you've been told this is the solution. Our mamaw was very, very powerful.
1: A very powerful woman, born and raised in black collar. Had rheumatoid arthritis from her 50s and still with whoop ass. I mean, she—she yeah. she would, she was large and in charge. She was. She was the strongest woman I have ever known with rheumatoid arthritis and never, ever, ever a break from hurting.
0: And what we now clearly see as gut issues that she had, the allergies, the joint swelling, all of that stuff, we didn't, we didn't know that then. No. And we had to watch her suffer for years
1: and years and years, and everything she took made it worse. As she was going into the hospital, I remember it was 2012, I think around that time was when we first started seeing any kind of like healing yeah, we were still
0: asking, yeah. is it the, kefir? Could, we it the asking, kefir? could it be the kefir? We still asking, could it be the kefir? We
1: had no idea what was in store for us yet. Yes. And, and, and we, you know, we started on this kefir and and immediately, immediately, I started seeing my depression being different. You know, I, I mean, when you're hurting all the time, you kind of want to die. You know, you, yeah. you can't get no relief from it, day or night. You know, I, got, I, I was kind of glad sometimes that I had chronic fatigue syndrome because I could sleep about 18 hours a day. <sighs> that was the only relief I had from pain. And I couldn't eat either. I didn't want to even wake up and even think about food because I couldn't eat no food. So I just slept all the time. I wanted to sleep. I wanted to die. I wanted to never wake up. And then, you know, when I, think it, when I didn't think it could get any worse, then, you know, the doctor said, well, yeah. I think you got uh, psoriatic arthritis here. We need to get you on this Humera, and we went home and I just hit my knees and said, "No way, God, can I do this?" I knew what chemo does. I'm a nurse. I've seen what chemo does. We watched
0: it. Yeah, the very same medicine was given to our mammal for the same thing. Well, for a different kind of arthritis, but yeah, same thing. We knew that this couldn't be our destiny. We knew that this couldn't be all to life was just start hurting young and hurt
1: worse and worse until you're crippled and die. But when we found the kefir, though, we just basically wanted me to be able to eat again. I wanted to heal so bad, but I got the kefir just so I could be able to eat. And, and the shock was when it healed everything. Six yeah. months later, I didn't have no belly. I no knew that issues. it was going to heal her belly. But I didn't know it was gonna heal everything else too. Yeah, uh, one year later, nothing hurt. I mean, I was still healing here and yonder, and I'm still healing. I'll be—I'm on—I'm on my healing journey. I have been for twelve years, and I'm always gonna be healing because 'cause I'm never going back to any of the crap that made me sick. Yeah, I mean, why hurt all the time when you don't have to, and you don't have to? Kefir is the bridge between chronic pain, and misery, and 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 your healing. Yeah, and, it like and all walk, the rest. Yeah, yeah. It's like walking out of a body of sickness and disease into a body of love and healed everything, healed mind, you know, healed joints, healed skin. Yeah, you know, healed lungs. I kept chronic bronchitis for years. You know, they almost called it COPD, but then I quit smoking, and got on the kefir and healed my lungs. Wow, another yeah. chronic condition that went away. Yeah, another chronic condition. Another quote,
0: quote, chronic and. Un- you know, an incurable issue that mm-hmm. went away on yeah. Kefir.
1: Yeah, just like the Morton's neuroma I had in this foot and the plantar fasciitis I had in the other foot. that both required surgery that I've had no surgery. And the cataracts and this. Yeah, and, and the cataracts. Yeah, I healed my cataracts. That was the funniest thing I've ever, I swear to God. Yeah, five years ago, I went to the doctor and they said, come back in five years and we'll tell you about your surgery. And I went back after my five years thing And she said, I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) And grabbed my chart and started flipping through there and just looked at me straight in the eye and said, what are you doing different? And I told her about kefir. And she said, well, I guess I'm going to have to research that. Yeah, there you you go. And that's it. Yeah. She said, you don't have any cataracts anymore. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So all this
0: bodily healing was happening. You know, month after month, something new was healing and a really funny thing happened. When you heal your body, it gives you space to start healing your mind and soul. Kephir helps you heal your body to the point that you can start healing the rest of your life. When you're hurting, when you're walking around in pain... Pain staring you in the face at all times. Issues staring you in the face at all times. So sick at all times and unable to even get your head above water. You're not able to work out so much of the trauma that you may have been carrying around with you for years and years. Nor are you able to, nor at that time do you even want to think about it.
1: You can't deal with it. You can't cope. You can't cope. When you're surviving, you you can't you can't yeah, all you can do is breathe and, and, and turn over and grunt sometimes. Yeah. That's it. And just keep existing and keep yeah. surviving to the next day. Just find a little bit more hope to hang on for one more day. Just something. You know, the light you see in your children's eyes. Just something. Something to give you another glimmer of hope to go on for one more day. Yeah, because it's so hard to see it. Yeah. And I, I was in the bed for I was incapacitated for two years with the, with this these three diseases, and and then got the autoimmune disorder, and that's when kefir came and it was like love arrived. It was like, you know, we had no idea what we had, but after we found kefir and got the research and, you know, this stuff was given to people by angels. This stuff is more spiritual than than anybody knows. I think Jesus drank it. We're pretty sure that Jesus drank it. Abraham drank it. Noah drank it. Um uh what's Muhammad? Muhammad drank it. Yeah. All these these guys it was given to them by angels. And and Abraham said that he his his longevity, his longevity and having children, having 12 children at the age of 99, he attributed it oh, to Oh yeah. <laughs> I believe that. (laughs) So, hey, may not need no Spanish fly. May just need some kefir. (laughs) If this thing heals your inflammation, then that would also heal men from having uh, prostate trouble. Oh, yeah, y'all. That's straight up up inflammation. There you go. Kefir's love keeps you in business, keeps your your sex life active. Everything. Kefir feels like love in a glass. Kefir helped
0: me realize just the sheer amount of self-hate I was walking around with. I kind of grew up in a place in a very, very, very strict denomination of Christianity. We were not allowed to cut our hair or pierce our ears or show our knees or wear pants or any kind of jewelry or paint our nails even clear or go to the movie theater. Lots of things.
1: Or even watch TV for a while. Or
0: for a while, even watch TV. And I can't bash it because, yes, it was a Holy Ghost-speaking church. And, yes, we...
1: Very powerful. Yeah.
0: Mom and I, we both went through that, lived that, spoke in tongues, still do. Still do. But church is not that kind of part of our lives anymore because it, the damage that it was doing to us psychologically and to our soul far outweighed any benefits that it held.
1: I've said this about, you know, something um, I'm gonna, under, under the, the blood should not be under the rug. You know, just because you go to church uh, and you're a new Christian and a new creature and all the things are passed away and behold, all things are new. If you've had emotions and hurts and trauma from childhood, that's still undealt with emotions and that's the stuff that gets pushed down. And we've, in our research, we found out that is the stuff that gets turned into autoimmune. Yeah. S- specifically RA,
0: Specifically in rheumatoid, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> specifically what my mammal had and what we felt like we were heading for. We were so, so taught, not just in church, but from our family. Especially our, our mammal that we, we keep referring to. You're going to hear a lot about our mammal that's Mom's grandmother, that kind of raised her more or less, and my great-great-grandmother, she was an incredible person. She's also, for us, a big example of what not to do in a life without probiotics and kefir and good gut bacteria and being able to heal and look at yourself and heal all that because...
1: Yeah, mama was traumatized, too. Um, Our
0: family... Our family held a lot of trauma. Yes. A lot, a lot, a lot of trauma. We were raised in the holler. Things were not good.
1: The... A lot of bootlegging. A lot of
0: bootlegging. A lot of under the table. Things that
1: goes on around uh, alcoholics and drunks. Little kids around and... Just bad, in the country. Just not bad. Not good stuff.
0: Yeah. Very, very, very much not good. And... We saw our mamaw simultaneously continue to live a life of cooking for all these kids, cleaning house, doing the thing, you know, cooking for Thanksgiving, having
1: people over, doing oh, the she southern was thing. M- matriarch of the family. Yeah, she a- after was. After her mom died, she was a matriarch of the family, and she was not going to ever let that, you know, stop her. And she didn't stop. She did not stop until she had no cartilage on her knees. You could hear her knees going. She wouldn't sit down. She said, If I sit down, I can't get back up. Mama never stopped day or night because she could not be still with her thoughts. Because she had so much trauma and so much terrible things that she saw and knew from the past that it killed her. We watched it kill her.
0: We watched what a lifetime of holding in trauma did to her and it resulted in rheumatoid erupting all over her body yes and until after, she withered after from our papa
1: died and some women from his past showed up at the funeral and in a bunch of other things a bunch of other things she found in an old truck Um, After Mama and Papa's oh-so-commendable 60-year marriage that was in the local paper, 62, excuse me, yeah. Then she, right before she lost her mind, she came and told me all these terrible things that that Daddy had done to her. And and she knew that he'd done to other people and things that she'd seen and experienced. And it was so much trauma that it made our head swim. We can't believe some of this stuff. And then she just went crazy and didn't know. And then went to the nurse, you know, had to. to, It was so awful. Yeah.
0: That hurt us having to send her there. But at that point, her mind was so gone. A combination of
1: a lifetime of stress, unresolved trauma, bad gut bacteria. Pain never ended. Pain. pain. She was 90 something and she got rheumatoid in her 50s. (sighs) She's, she told me over and over she never stops hurting. And she would not take pain pills. No. She took those anti-inflammatories until it eat her stomach up.
0: Yeah. Which led to more joint pain. Yes. All of this time, so much, even even the psychological and spiritual trauma that she experienced in her life. God, we could have resolved it with kefir. Her just drinking it would have started reversing that damage and healing that gut and healing those joints and reversing those allergies and giving her room to maybe turn around. Gut
1: bacteria is everything. It's everything. And if you're taking a handful of pills, you're constantly killing all of your gut bacteria. You know, chemical pills kill your gut bacteria. You need to put it back purposely every day. And that's, you know, if you take about a big handful of pills, that's all the more reason you need to take kefir. At least get something back in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to tell you straight up to stop taking those pills. But we will tell you that if you drink kefir while taking those pills, it will offer so, so, so much more support. And And it may even heal you to the point that the pills may or may not become redundant. We've seen it happen so many times. Not just in our lives, but the lives of
1: people. Like Mikey, that have healed with kefir. Like Mikey, her her little brother-in-law, you know, with a uh, with his clubfoot. Yeah, he had
0: clubfoot surgery, corrective surgery when he was young, and he was like twenty with early onset rheumatoid in his foot. My sister-in-law came to me asking, "Do you have anything that can help us? I don't want him to have to get on disability." I told her I'd see what I could do, and within the week, I'd brought her a quart of water kefir. They learned how to make it. They learned how to make it deliciously, with juice. It was so fizzy and good. Eventually, she started messaging me on Facebook and saying, I think this stuff's working. He's walking easier. The redness is going away. Over a series of months, I got to hear all these positive reports. Until the point... It it
1: it wasn't even a whole year.
0: No, like maybe six months, six to eight months. He went from on the verge of having to get on disability for the rest of his life to working 38 hours on his feet and not hurting anymore. He showed me his foot and what used to be red and tight and swollen and burning was just a happy little piggy.
1: (laughs) The quality of life goes up. Coping skills goes up. You know, when you don't have to hurt all the time, you can be free to, to be creative, you know, when and we, do other things. Yeah. And, and not just be like sitting and wadded up and in pain all the time.
0: When we say kefir heals, it does a lot more than cure constipation or stop belly rumbling. It heals. It heals deeply. It starts reaching into every aspect of your life and helping you heal there. Drinking kefir long enough, you will start to see the parts of your life that have gone unhealed. Somehow, kefir gives room for self-love to grow. Not until I drunk kefir for a few years did I realize how much self-hate I was walking around with. It was so ingrained and integrated into my daily life that I didn't even notice it. It was something that was programmed in me. From like preschool on, you see it in people around you, you see it in people older than you, you start to think that that's the right thing to do. Self-hate was my way of life for a long, long time. And I don't mean just going around literally saying, I hate myself.
1: When I say that, I mean being down on myself, being... Hating your body, looking in the mirror, and, and not liking yourself, and... And not taking care of yourself. And not feeding yourself. And not... Thinking that it's not worth it. Not feeling like you're worth taking care
0: of. Other people, yeah. Other people you can see the light in. Other people you can see the inherent beauty in. And you want to tell them, don't be down on yourself. Don't be afraid. Go live your dreams. But when it comes to yourself, your narrative is different. Being raised a... Quote, quote gifted kid i think the voice of perfectionism got stuck in my head very early on it became very very easy for me to tear myself apart and very very hard for me to compliment myself or pat myself on the back no matter how good or well or thorough or how much hard i put into anything i did I would hardly give myself a chance to feel good about myself before all of the self criticism came pouring in. I feel like
1: a fraud. That's what I used to feel. Like. Yeah, I do something good and feel like a fraud. Feel like, like, well, maybe next time. I was pretending. I was just yeah. pretending to be good. That's fine. I'm not good at all. Yeah. Yeah. I just, just you know. Yeah. And, and it's so
0: trip. so easy to do that, and so easy to get stuck in that. And I think that it wasn't until Kefir that it gave me the chance to really. Be mindful and step back and notice these thought patterns, because until then, I was a person walking around saying, "My mind is a whirlwind, my mind is a torrent, a tornado, and
1: I can't control my thoughts at all, and I never could I and could be, I never yeah, I will felt be like always confused and always you know something stuck in my head I couldn't do nothing about wake up in the morning and 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 be depressed about something other you didn't even know what I used to like wake up oh. Why you feel bad today? I don't know. I just feel bad. You know, I'm just been depressed. Why? I don't know. I used to yeah. feel like that every day. Don't even know why I felt so down. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. You know, that's just that's a terrible way to we be. We live
0: like this a long, long time. Our family. Didn't know how to work their problems out, so yeah, no, we got no, that from nobody them. Nobody talked about nothing.
1: Everything was pushed down always. Yeah. I still don't know how my mother really, really feels. Yeah, I, You know, I've known her. Like, I've known her your years. whole life, yeah. My mother is a conundrum. I've never, she's been mad about, she's been mad at me my whole life about something. And we always had to, like, try to guess what she was mad about. That's the new game today. Let's guess what Mimi's mad about.
0: Yeah, she's she's a tricky one. Yeah, we never learned any coping skills from our family. We never learned any coping skills from church. We never learned any coping skills from school.
1: Honestly, we're not taught to love ourselves even in church. We're taught nowhere to, taught us we're to taught love to ourselves. Love Jesus, but what about but we're but filthy what, rags? But what about ourselves? Yeah. You know?
0: We're like a stinky old trash hole that has to, like, prostrate ourselves in front of our God. Yeah. Screaming, how could we even be worthy that yeah, we're, we're like worms. maggots writhing around. We're worms. Yeah.
1: We're sinners. Yeah. I don't know how you can ever feel good about yourself if you're taught to think of yourself as nothing every single day of your life. Yeah. If If Jesus says that he puts his spirit in us and that we are more than conquerors and that whenever his spirit's in us, that the veil of the temple is rent into, and we're powerful, then that's what we are. That's what we are. You yeah. know, we're not taught that in church. Maybe the preacher might mention it every once in a while, but everybody in the church is walking around with their head hanging down, taking, you know, eight or ten pills every day and depressed and, and got fibromyalgia and got IBS. The whole church, the whole church, the whole church, the whole church. Yes. The whole church yes. is sick. Yes. And, and this may pain. not be every church, but
0: this was our church. This is what we were raised in. Mom. Mom's mom. Mom's mom's mom. And our mom. And Mama's mom, Mama Poland was the one that actually founded this church. Yes. So this was so, so,
1: so. You know so. what killed her? You know what killed her? Diverticulitis. Diverticulitis killed Mom Poland. Infection from diverticulitis. Gut bacteria. Gut bacteria, yes. Another gut bacteria thing. Another thing that I've healed from already. Another thing that stress causes and unresolved trauma. Yes, yes.
0: I had about 80 or 90 spots of psoriasis all over my body, head to toe, my scalp, my arms, my legs. And you were
1: putting on chemo cream.
0: And I was already at the age of, what was that, 14? From the age of 14 on, I myself was giving was given a mild form of chemo to put on my psoriasis spots. I went from one spot on my leg to about 90 spots all over me. Then I found kefir. Not only was I, you know, healing my gut with kefir, but drinking kefir also helped me realize that the events in my life at that time were getting under my skin and irritating me And causing all of this as well. Somehow, Kefir helps you see the body-mind connection and how the stuff that you're going through hurts your body. And when you drink it, it gives you a chance to not just heal the damage that was done to your body through this trauma, but then you have the option and the space to begin the
1: spiritual healing as well. It, It gives you a way out. In every kind of way. Yeah. You know, food is love. But if you can't eat, you know, you're starving. You're you're just, you know, you're starving for love. So, kefir, when you heal your gut, suddenly you can get your food back in there again and get your love. Yeah. So, kefir is like the bridge between you and love.
0: Yeah, kefir feels like love itself when you drink it in
1: so many ways. And when you drink kefir, it is like loving yourself because you are purposely healing. You're purposely getting yourself back to health and, and, and back to your immunity and back to everything that you want to be, you know, where you can have coping skills and no pain and no inflammation because Kefir is all of that. And that's what it brings back to you. You know, Kefir, Kefir in a sense is happiness in a glass.
0: Yes, it is a radical act of self-love to drink Kefir. And even if it's the only thing that you do in that in a day, even if getting up and straining and drinking a glass of kefir is about all you could do in an entire day, just that one action will go so, so far toward healing you that
1: you'd be amazed in a few months' time how your body would change. Just showing up for yourself and making that kefir, putting it in that glass, and, and drinking it down it is, is like an act of love. Yeah, a la- an act of healing. You Even know, loving yourself is a radical act, especially alone. Yeah, and today's time when when people are are working themselves to death and never resting, like it's like it's a, some kind of an award badge. Oh, yeah, badge to of sleep, honor. You know, and to always be pushed to death. Yeah, I and, had
0: two and a half hours of sleep in a Red Bull. It starts in college and goes from there, and it's bragging rights. All I've had, you know, in a week is like just Red Bull and coffee and, you know, something ramen from noodles. the Seven <laughs> Eleven and ramen. Yeah. And you're taught that to get things done and to be
1: productive, that's what you have to do. Deny and, and yourself. Deny, deny. You know, just just push yourself until you can't push no more. Yeah. I found out. That was what the yeah. hauler taught us. Yeah. That's Working 15 what, hours a day. And doing all that stuff plus stress equals adrenal burnout. And adrenal burnout holds the door open for all kind of stuff. This is where, like, that's when things went bad for me when I got adrenal burnout on top of having Your immunity gets of, hurt. Yeah, when your immunity is, like, gone and null and void, then you something happens. You get a patient's blood in your eye, and suddenly you have three diseases that, like, almost kill you. Oh, yeah. Because you're just so weak. Otherwise, you know, it wouldn't even have bothered you. When your immune system gets beat down, you know, anything can make you sick. You catch everything. Yeah. In a lot of ways,
0: self-healing can be really, really scary. There was a time in my life... This... This may sound strange, but in middle school... I was a very big kid. I was bigger than everyone else, heavier than everyone else, darker than everyone else in my small East Tennessee school. And it bothered me, and no part of me felt pretty. And I found a way to feel dainty and beautiful. And it was through anemia. Somehow this sickness made me feel small and vulnerable, weak and soft, when I didn't know how to any other way. It's probably the saddest thing I've ever told anybody. (laughs) But at the same time, this is just one of the many, many ways that we use sickness and pain as an identity and a way to get you know to receive the things and the feelings and the support
1: that we may not know how any other way like to belong to a fibromyalgia support group and say oh when you look at me you may not see my pain
0: you were there at yeah, one i was
1: there point yeah, yeah yeah oh you may not you may look at me and not see my pain or my disability but believe me it's there you know i lived that for 20 years i hurt but nobody could t- look at me and tell that I was yeah. in pain every day. I went to work as an RN every day on my job. Worked long hours every single day in pain so bad that I wanted to die. Yeah. You know, with my lungs so full of inflammation that I couldn't go in and not cough on the patients. You know. Yeah. And, you know, and we just thought that that's how life was. that like, That's how life was going to be. When Kefir presents
0: you with that option... To heal from the illness or condition that you may consciously or subconsciously be using as part of your identity, expect resistance from your ego. When Kephra gives you the option to heal, expect a part of you to jump up and to hold that pain and that trauma and that condition and that sickness as tight as it can. Like it's its comfort blanket or doll. Because in a lot of ways, this is how we use trauma. We use, we use sickness or the way our bodies are shaped or the decisions that we make and the things that we do to ourselves as self-defense when we don't know how to defend ourselves any other way. Sometimes it's protection from something that we don't know how to protect ourselves from any other way.
1: Like getting fat. As a small kid to protect you from molesters.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like gaining a lot of weight to defend yourself from a lot of eyes on you. There are a million different ways that we use malady, imbalance, you know, unusual weight, unusual, you know, the way we make ourselves look. So much of it is... is is. A way to defend ourselves or protect mechanism. ourselves and yeah. a coping mechanism. If you drink kefir long enough, expect to get to a point where you have to make a decision. And that decision is, do I keep this identity? Do I hold this tight the way this big part of myself, the way that the ego in me wants to do?
1: Like do, do I, I do I ha- do I get psoriatic psoriatic arthritis and go the route of my grandmother just because she did?
0: Yeah, just because yeah. Do I go this route because this is what was expected yeah, of me? Yeah, but I was
1: told that it runs in the family and that she had it and now that you're bound to have it and you're going to die the same yeah. way she did just yeah. because you've been told that just because you've been given a diagnosis, are you going to believe that diagnosis? Yeah. Because that is a peg. That's putting you in a hole. Hearing, hearing them say, oh, you have psoriatic arthritis. You have autoimmune. It's uncurable, and you'll be on this for the rest of your life. Did I listen to that?
0: It's easy to listen to, when you don't think there's any other way. But I guess... What but what I, if you are presented with another way?
1: But somehow or another, I had something, I guess it was, what is that gut thing that kind of always kind of helped me get out of situations? the biggest part of you I don't know the the little thing that like helped me the thing that's that light that stayed inside of you no matter how dark it got you know, like I, I I just said God there's got to be another way send me something to heal me I don't want no more of these pills and it was a like a decision I made like okay God I'm going to throw these pills away you send me something to heal me and he did I meant what I said I meant it. I was ready to step out of that identity. And that bullshit life that I had led for 20 years. I was ready to heal. Yeah. It was time. Yeah.
0: Before any healing occurs, the decision to heal must be made. And sometimes, as counterintuitive as it sounds, that decision to heal and to let go of that trauma and sickness and disease might be one of the scariest and hardest decisions that
1: you've ever had to make. Because it's the most life-changing. And it's like standing up and being responsible. That's what it is. That's what's hard about it. It's like standing up and saying, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to take care of this life and fix the things that are wrong. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like this. you're going to be your own superhero. You're going to stand up and be your own rescuer and you're standing up and taking responsibility for this life that's like been torn all to hell you're showing up for you
0: yeah which can be so terrifying yes because the, the, you know the, re- recognizing that you have the choice to get out of it might mean that you have to look at the choices that you made to get into that you know, realizing that you're not helpless to get out of the situation sometimes comes with the realization that you may not have been as helpless to get into the situation as you thought you were. With that, not only comes personal power, but guilt and resentment and self-anger and everything else. And you have to work through that too. But my God, when you work through it, suddenly...
1: Yeah, to be healed. I mean to be healed, I didn't think it was possible. No to, to start on this little thing called milk kefir that after about six weeks kinda kinda told me what I needed to eat. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it, I ate bullshit all the time. I was a nurse on the road, I ate buy any sausage and crackers. Sometimes every damn day. You yes, know, it, kefir will blatantly yeah. change your cravings yeah. to healthy ones. It's yeah. awesome. So I mean when I got on this stuff suddenly I just knew that I couldn't eat no nothing like that no more. I just knew that I couldn't eat no box macaroni and cheese and 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 all that fake stuff and ramen noodles no more. I I just knew that I couldn't. I looked at the box and and looked at the package and read the ingredients. I'm like what the hell is this stuff? What the hell is this stuff? All this you know, artificial red number whatever and 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 hydrogenated this and and crap that. Your body don't recognize this food. This is not food. This is not food. No. And honestly, I did not feel that way,
0: that strongly about it, until I started drinking milk kefir. Yeah. I, ever since I was a little kid, I was a very large kid, because when my, you know, when my parents divorced, when I was about three, I turned to eating as comfort, being full as being safe and secure. That helped me gain a lot of weight as a little kid and have a lot of the problems that came with that. We all know that if knowing the right thing to do was all it took, none of us would have a problem eating healthy or exercising or anything like that, but it's more than knowing, it's getting yourself to do it. I had extreme trouble getting myself to do it until Kefir came along, and
1: suddenly it was easy. Yeah, suddenly it's like, I mean... Your thinking really does change whenever your gut bacteria changes. Yeah, the gut, the the brain gut connection is a real, real thing.
0: It's huge and it's everything, and you don't even realize how much it's connected until you drink this drink, and your thinking begins to change. There are
1: some studies that even say that autism might be fixed by healing your gut bacteria. We don't know this for sure, but I think it's definitely worth it. For anybody on earth to drink it. Yeah. You know, if it puts back something in you and starts building up your immune system, just, I mean, and helps you to digest your food, that's three reasons right there enough to just drink it on its own. I mean, besides all the other hundreds of thousands of other healing things that it does, if it helps you digest your food and to feel better and to... For one thing, when you drink it, 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 you know, when your gut's healed, you have more serotonin. You know, your ser- if your gut's all messed up, you can't, you know, your serotonin uptake don't happen like it should. You know, nothing happens like it should. And, and so you're going around maybe depressed on account of you don't have enough serotonin. When you heal your gut, right there's some happiness that comes in your life because your gut's healed. Yeah, when you heal your gut, you absorb better nutrients there's some more happiness and yeah, strength and every joy in living in your body is not screaming no more like ah, i need to be
0: fed yeah you stop aching and hurting and your head's not splitting anymore and of course there's freedom and joy and suddenly you're not in a prison anymore you know and then when you do that you can step back and maybe the stuff that's been unresolved since you were a little kid you might for the very very
1: first time be able, able to sit, to sit down and think straight about things, yeah, and figure it out. Yeah.
0: Kefir gives you room to think and grow and heal, but it does not make the decision for you. Kefir it leads you to the place where you can heal every single aspect of your life. It is the
1: best encouragement, like the encouragement. Best encouragement yes. you'll <laughs> ever have. And it's the best encouragement that you'll
0: ever have. But the decision still comes down to you like i said expect a lot of resistance from different parts of yourself when your healing journey begins part of you will jump up and give you a million billion reasons not only why you cannot heal but reasons that you should not heal and in fact all of the reasons why it would be best and safest to stay right where you are, fear being most of them. Yeah, fear of yeah, fear of healing. Fear, of fear, fear of change. change. Yeah. It sounds unusual to fear something so good and wonderful, but yeah, this is a common thing. The same place that finds comfort in foods that hurt you. The same place that finds comforts that finds comfort in drinking, in drinking and habits. You know, and sex, excessive. Yeah. Uh, um... When those are used negatively, when it comes from that place, the draining place, the place that your pills, habits drain yeah. you instead of healing you. Kefir gives you a chance to step out of that. It's all positive. It's all positive.
1: Pills yeah. pills to me were all negative. Like all the pills I took took away from my life. Added added a lot of chemicals and bullshit to my life. It really ended up hurting me in a thousand different ways. And once I stopped those pills and got the kefir in, that just all disappeared. All, all the damage that the pills caused disappeared. Yeah. Any trace of the pills have disappeared because I've not took any of them for 12 years because I haven't needed them because nothing's hurt. It's amazing. If you feel like
0: you're too far gone, give it a try. What have you got to lose?
1: Half a cup a day. Except a lot of pain. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, about four ounces a day is all it takes to get started, milk kefir or water kefir. Milk kefir is what healed mom. Yeah, if you've got
1: lactose intolerance, then we always tell you go to milk kefir because it heals lactose intolerance. And if you had lactose intolerance, about half of your pain and stuff and inflammation is because of the lactose intolerance. So, it's like fire with fire yeah, You didn't even yeah. realize how bad your lactose intolerance no, was. until I healed it. Yeah. Until you, yeah. And we're just on, on the, I'm drinking half and half of my coffee and eating cheese every day and no bloating no more. So, you know, I've been able to give, get all that back that was taken away from me and then some.
0: Yeah. Care for helps you heal to the point that you can finally give to others without feeling yourself wither. You don't have to give until you break anymore.
1: No, we wish anything if we could have found this and give it to our mamma and helped her to heal, but we feel like that she's with us and that that we're somehow or another healing her as we heal ourselves with kefir yeah that that we're you know my reform would this. help anybody, yeah, she would help anybody she she took care of people until she couldn't take care of nobody she she would take care of people until there was nothing left of her yeah. And, and so she, and still we we going. know that 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 us having you know helping somebody to heal would be everything that Mama would ever want us to do. Yeah, and we
0: fully firmly believe that when we heal ourselves, we heal everyone in our family
1: that yes. came before us. I read a thing one time that when you heal yourself, you heal the next seven generations.
0: I believe that the I pre- do too. the next infinite, all yes. of them. Yes. Yeah. Everyone that came before you and everyone that came after
1: you. Because we touch it all. Yes. And we know that our mamma had so much resolved hurt and pain, and that's where her rheumatoid come from. And so did I. I had hurt and resolved pain for 49 years. And Kefir started me on this healing journey, and it's healed much more more than my gut and my body. Started with the gut,
0: ended with the soul. Yes. If you're ready to begin your healing journey, we fully believe that kefir is the first step. Start with it about four ounces and everything else will fall into place. If you're wanting to eat whole foods, start with kefir if you feel like you can't and those cravings will follow. If you want to heal your heart or your soul or let go of trauma that you've held for decades and you don't know where to start, start with kefir. It'll heal your gut and your joints and free you up from pain and And clear your head and help you get to the place where you can
1: think about these things without them crushing you and overwhelming you. Research a little thing called shadow work. Something I went through without even realizing that I was going through it. I just knew that, that I hurt for way too long over things that happened in my childhood. And I kind of confronted all that stuff. On um, every Sunday, I would go on prayers on the mountain where I would just scream and cry and holler about stuff and work it out. I had wrote about it for a long time, and you know, wrote about it, wrote about it, and I finally just had to confront every single issue until I confronted every single one of them. And at the end of that, I didn't even know what I was doing. That was that was shadow work, and I I, I confronted every single demon from my childhood and looked them in the face and sat with myself and loved myself and healed myself through that terrible, terrible time. After shadow work, after all those weeks of, of of cleansing my soul from all that stuff all that trauma from my childhood, I was in prayer one day and um and just felt nuclear and just kind of realized some, you know, that that my ego was dead. I just didn't care anymore. And, and, and I had boldness like I'd never had in my whole entire life. And it was time to tell this story.
0: <laughs> and here we are. The rest yes. is
1: history. So that's what, that's what the love and the kefir and everything the healing has done for us. It's just brought us through the healing and out the other side. And brought us into the healing and back into the light. And gave us back everything that the canker worm had ate. Gave us back everything that was taken away from us. And more. Gave us everything back and more. Yeah, and and now more we're than we healed. ever thought we could have yes. in this lifetime already. And it's really costed us. It cost us seven dollars for for a half a teaspoonful of kefir. Yeah, seven dollars then. Yeah, yep. a gallon of milk a week. Yeah, that's about it. We've healed everything in our whole entire life. Peel free, no nothing. Milk kefir and real whole healthy foods. Yes, that's
0: all. Kefir and self love and self healing go hand in hand. When you drink it, it gives you the strength and support to
1: face down every imbalance and every demon in your life. It's like, you know, you're going through this thing with help. Now you have help.
0: Yeah. You have whole armies on your side. Well, y'all, it's been a hell of a ride tonight. We got deep. We talked about trauma. We talked about healing. Healing isn't always pretty. Healing is a lot of confronting what hurt you and working through it. And we have been shocked over and over again with how much Kefir has helped us and supported us in that part of our lives, in every part of our lives.
1: We hope it can do the same for you. We encourage you to get you some grains and just start making it. Yeah. And drinking a little bit every day. Just a half a cup a day will get you started on your way to healing.
0: This little, one little act of self love will lead to so, so many good things in your life and healing that you never thought possible.
1: Love yourself enough to make kefir and drink it and give it to your little kids and yeah, you, and your mom and daddy too. and your aunts and uncles and, and whoever your clan is and, and watch everybody heal with you.
0: Yeah. Kefir is love. So love yourself and love the ones you love. Thank you so much for listening this far with us. I know this was intense. Hopefully, if any of y'all out there are going through the same thing, I hope this got to you. I hope this helped you. I hope this gave you hope. Because that's what Kefir did for us. And it not only gave us hope, but it delivered. And then some. To every one of you out there, wherever you are, whatever situation you're in, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here with us. If you want to drop us a line on Facebook, we are Kefirian, K-E-F-I-R-I-A-N, Society. We would love to hear from you. See what you think. Questions, comments, suggestions, we're always there. We'll be back next week with episode nine. It's going to be awesome. We're calling the next one Kefir Beyond the Glass, and it's going to be all the different ways that Kefir can help your hair, skin, skin, And everything else. That's our show for tonight. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm Sarah. And I'm Robin. And we're Kefirian Society signing off. Bye. Bye.
1: The information contained in this podcast is published in good faith and for educational purposes. Kefirian Society and Health Like Magic assume no responsibility for
0: errors or omissions in the contents of this podcast. Any advice given by Health Like Magic and Kefirian Society is not meant to take the place of advice of a licensed doctor or physician. This podcast and its creators strive to offer real, holistic self-care advice for those seeking it. Thank you for listening.